Oh, it's been a mighty long two weeks. Lots have happened here at the Throwing Down Ranch. TD, as I like to call it. Uh, I thought I had cancer. I tried to make a Filipino dish. A Filipino trying to make Adam. <laughs> it's all happening right here. Joe Batance, Adam Burns are throwing down! Like I said at the top of the show, this is Throwing Down with Joe Batanz and his partner in crime and life, Mr. Adam Burns. Adam Burns, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to tell how you, are you? I, I'm doing very well. I was doing a little bit of research for this uh, episode of uh, Throwing Down. I wanted, you know, I like to consume my Adam Burns pop culture before I come on the air. Sam and the Hinterland send you an email on Friday. Then I yeah. also, uh, I uh, listen to, a, I, even though I don't watch this Big Brother show, I took a, a listen to this, uh, thro- uh, to this but first, I, I, I listened to about 15 minutes of it, Adam. I don't know what the fuck okay. you guys were talking about. I have a lot, I, I'm going to share some thoughts here on this. Uh, okay. Uh, and I want to share them right here. Before we get into the official throwing down death recliner, right. uh, actually, I will say, I, yeah, what I do have a question, which yeah. is, uh, are we live or are we not? We're live, yeah. Why? Okay. Do I have an access code for the uh, uh, the chat? Well, okay. Room? But why did you wait till I got in my death recliner <laughs> to ask for that? And, okay, and by the way, I want everyone to know, I told, before we started recording, I told Adam, I go, is there anything you need to ask me off the, nope. Nope. Well, I didn't think about it until I, after you had already I said I put that. it in the hangouts, so. and now I'm going to sit down back in my death recliner. Even though I will say, and we will talk about this today, my leg and my back are doing a lot better. Uh, I just don't want to tempt fate, so to speak. Like, I'm not in any pain right now. I just don't want to tempt fate, if that makes any sense. Uh, but Adam can see me very relaxed in my death recliner. Now, Adam, I want to talk about something. This is actually a very pro Adam comment I'm going to make. Why won't Big Fatty or anybody on that show let you finish a fucking goddamn sentence <laughs> on this butt first? Oh, you know, it's, it's just a common thing. Actually, Mike Lawson is very well behaved. Oh, oh, don't, oh, I have things to say about this Mike Lawson. I have things to say about Mike Lawson. I do this Golden Girls, but we just wrapped up. And I, Lawson's already said he doesn't want to come back. And catching up, and this is Lawson like on, on both of those shows. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? And then like, just like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know why I'm recapping a Golden Girls show. I don't, I don't get why I'm here. I don't know what's going on. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just trying to do a show here. On this butt first, I'm like, who is this person? He's telling jokes. He's, uh, Mr. He's Mr. Uh, personality all of a sudden on, uh, butt first. I don't know. I guess, <clears throat> man, my, sorry, my throat. Um, I guess when you have, uh, 
co-host that you enjoy being with. Sure. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's exactly what it is. Yeah, you know what? It's that. It's like that old joke. I've never heard of an old joke. You know, at the Magic Castle, the magicians tell all these old jokes all the time. Uh-huh. It's like, and it's like, you know, one out of three people is ugly. So look to your left and look to your right, and if they're not ugly, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that. You know, uh, it's like, well, if he's on, if he, if he's fantastic, cause on this, every show he's on that's not with me, he is Mr. Personality, Mr. Electric. Well, and I, I love Mike and I think he does a great job, but even mm-hmm. on, but first, he's very laid back. He yeah. doesn't, he doesn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't. But, you know, when he and it's really funny. I mean, if he if you're listening, Mike, you know, this is this is great. I just think it's cute. It's precious. Mm-hmm. Um, When he wants to talk, he raises yeah. his hand. Does he really? Yeah, he's he like raises his hand. And then we're like, uh, yes, Mike, what would you like to oh, say? It's so funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess he likes doing this. But first. So, uh Anyway, uh, Adam Burns, what's been going on with you? What's going on out there in Arkansas? Arkansas, Arkansas? Uh, you know, you know what? By, by the way, it's been weeks now. I think a month ago there was this story that I wanted to do about some uh, an Arkansas cop was racist, wasn't it? Like, oh yeah, like the sheriff got fired for saying the N word or something like that. Do you know about this? Oh, I know a I know a sheriff got fired, but I didn't actually know why because mm-hmm. I probably follow local news. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy news in general. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I just ate pizza, and apparently, it has just stuck to my throat. Is pizza what you call uh, Mark's ass? No, just pizza. Do you eat uh, out Mark's ass? That is that is why why we're not even talking about sex. Moving right along. Wait, hold on for a second. I, you uh, don't have to answer that question, but I want to know why are there certain things you have videos of? I'm not going to repeat. Look, do you have videos of yourself out there? Why all of a sudden are there boundaries now with me? No, it's there are no boundaries with you, Joe. It, the problem is is that I'm very open with my life, mm-hmm. but. My partner mm-hmm. is is conservative, and I don't think he would like me sharing the details of our sex life, like what we do with the public. I don't mind talking about anything I've done in the past with other people. I'm trying to be considerate of him. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not – it's not that I've gotten more conservative or that I don't like sex. It's that I want to be considerate of my partner yeah. and not, you know, and not talk about what we do. It's just like, you know, Gary uh, is a is a Pride 48 member, um, an older gentleman. Gary, who, and, you know, formerly Gary of Albuquerque. Where is he now? Gary in Portland? He's in Portland mm-hmm. and he always wants everyone to know he lives in the Rainbow Vista. Sure. Uh, LGBTQIA retirement yeah. home, whatever. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he always wants to know because I made the mistake of real, it wasn't really a mistake, but I, I told the story of on probably on my personal journal podcast, Geeky sure. Gay. Geeky Gay, um, available at geekygay.com. Yes, uh, that the neighbors had, had dubbed our shower the porn shower because it's yeah. very large. I mean, you could fit a football team in there. It's a, it's a large shower. What? Have you fit a football team in there? No, I haven't. COVID, you know, yeah. you don't, you want a social distance. Would, would you do a, a group sex thing with Mark? Now, this is not a Mark thing because Mark has right. his own. This I mean, is you. I think, I think I would. Yeah. It's something, it's something that I have done in the past with previous boyfriends. Mm-hmm. 
But, uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to something like that. Sure. But anyway, so Mm -hmm. after I called it the porn shower, Gary all the time was emailing, tweeting, you know, calling in to the show, like everything, asking about a review of the shower and the bathtub. Happy birthday to everyone who knows a fame. Do you have that audio, Adam? I do. No, not not to hand. Yeah, there's a famous audio of Gary. Was he calling it the Fatty Show? Well, he's done it so many times now. The first time. uh, The first. You mean the recent one? No, the first time. Uh, Oh, I don't know the first time. He's done it so many times. Okay, so this Gary in Albuquerque has like a like a he his southern drawl is I mean like a million times worse than Adams. And oh yeah, it's an old gravelly voice. And now now I wonder if everyone's fascination with it is the same as mine, which is. There, it, it's charming, but there's also a sadness to it. There's, I don't know why. This is like, I, I both want to go like, ah, and I also want to cry. It's like a happy birthday to you. Anyway, go ahead with your story. So he asked about the porn so, shower. Well, no, I mean, so basically the, the point of that is yeah. now he asks, and then yeah. most recently he wanted you know, he's like, oh, give us a review of the shower. Oh, give us a review of the tub. And now it is. Um, so have you and Mark used it together? I mean, I think he's just, you know, increasing, going to ask more and more questions. Yeah. So was he bent over? Were you soaping him up while you were, yeah. you know, like, I think. He's so what are the answers to those further. questions? What are the answers to those questions? And for, we've just used it as as a shower is meant to be used. The tub. Mm-hmm. Um, is we may take a bath together at some point, but the tub is deep. But it's not as wide as as uh-huh. we would really like it to be to both for both of us to get yeah. in. I want everyone to know but, that uh, the same jokes went through my head too. But go ahead. Anyway, so I've we haven't taken a bath together, but we've showered sure. together. I mean, you know, yeah. Like you guys you ever soap each other up, lather each other up? Not really. He's ticklish, and mm-hmm. he everything tickles him. So mm-hmm. you guys are sounding like a regular Bert and Ernie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rubber ducky, that's, you're the one. Which one of you would be Ernie? Me. And which one of you would be Bert? I don't know because I don't really remember. I, I, I don't remember enough about their personalities. I feel Bert's kind of the grumpy one, and I feel you're more jovial. So I would say Mark's probably Bert and you're Ernie. I don't. I don't feel like Mark's really grumpy. But anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, what were we talking about before all all the – because that wasn't the point. So I did want to – I actually wanted to bring up Big Brother. I don't have a lot of stories about my life because, I mean, again, we're just like staying at home. But um, I did something I, – I like to bring up more controversial topics with you. Sure. Uh, because A, this is a paid-for show. So if yeah. I say anything completely dumb mm-hmm. – I mean – You're no, not going to have R.C. Martinez come breathing down your neck. Right. I mean, yeah. people don't pay for this show specifically, but I yes, mean, they, do. they have to be. Well, yeah, but I mean, they have to be a Patreon member to, to get the show anyway. So, um, and it's, wait, not wait, wait, I want to correct you because I think it'll help your ego. The, the most basic Patreon level is called basic, which there are, uh, <laughs> and um, I'm basic. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are just basic members and they, all they get with that show is catching up and throwing down. That means they're paying specifically for this show. They don't pay for anything else. Just catching up and throwing. I like it. Okay. Uh, And the way my personality is, what I key into is, oh, so I'm basic. I'm a basic bitch. (laughs) Anyway, so true. um, 
So uh, this is not related to my life, but I do a Big Brother recap. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk about this tomorrow night. So if you guys want to hear what Mike Lawson thinks about it. Oh, oh yeah. Tune in to yeah. If you want to hear Mike Lawson go on and on with, with the personality and verve, <laughs> tune in to go to the butt for when, when does it air live? Uh, it's on Monday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Over at the, at the Pride 48 Discord channel, correct? Uh, Pride48.com. Oh, okay. Is where we broadcast from. So there's okay. a, just a link at the top to click to listen. Okay. You can also listen on TuneIn Radio. You can look for Pride 48. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we also, the chat room is Discord. So, okay. but we don't broadcast in the Discord. Okay. So, um, there was a recent, I feel like sure. when, when you are in a position where you're in a house and you have cameras on you mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. Yeah. You have mics on you 24 hours a day. Yeah. That, you know, there are things that normally you would say at home or you might slip up and say something that may be not politically correct or whatever. Sure. You know, we all we all do it. We have conversations with our family or with mm-hmm. our partner or whatever. And that's kind of where you test out, you know, things to yeah. kind of or at least me like I, I'll have a conversation and I'll be like, you know. You know, I need to hear it out loud and think, Okay, am I uh, is my thought process in any way wrong here? Yeah. But I, I need, you know, a, a place to kind of air those things. Yeah, out. that's a perfect example because people who are only on the basic level, you don't have we have a throwing down after show where Adam frequently says the N word and <laughs> calls people <laughs> retards and it's, it's really no, offensive. and I don't need, and I'm not even talking about race. This is not racism at all. This is just anything that you would sure, consider sure, kind of not politically correct. Sure. This is not going a racism way at all. Yeah. And so, um, on Big Brother, yeah, they are in this house, and yeah. they are a bunch of people that are from different backgrounds, different you know, background. dealing with different things. Uh-huh. And I feel like occasionally, yeah, they're gonna slip up, yeah. In a conversation with someone else and it's on camera, Uh you know, and there's always all this backlash like, oh, my God, CBS, what are you doing? What are you allowing? You know, so the most recent one was Mm -hmm. is there's a guy in there who's he's cute as a button. I mean, he's really cute. Mm -hmm. um, And, uh, I, I, you know, I I like him a lot, but he's on the autistic spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so he rocks back and forth. This is one of his coping mechanisms. Yeah. And because autistic people, they get really overstimulated and, you know, they have to do things. But he's very highly functioning. And because uh, I have like I have a, a niece who's autistic and. I mean, she's only seven, so I don't know what she's going to be like when she's an adult. But I mean, right now she doesn't really talk to people like she doesn't have com- she doesn't have a conversation. She mm-hmm. she kind of runs around and. You know, maybe you should put her on this. Maybe you should put her on butt first, and all of a sudden she become sparkling uh, maven <laughs> right. of, of conversation. So, bottom line is, a couple of the Big Brother people, mm-hmm. and I don't even think these were very offensive, but a couple of the Big Brother people were like, "Oh my god, that you know it, this rocking back and forth that Ian does—it really drives me crazy." You know, he kind of freaks me out or something. I don't know. I yeah, I mean, it wasn't nice, but they they were saying it to themselves in a room. Ian wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. And they were just having a conversation saying that his rocking back and forth basically annoyed them. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe there were some other things said, but mm-hmm. uh, I what I kind of keyed in on in the article that I read is that um, 
is that they were basically making fun of him rocking back and forth. Now, you shouldn't make fun of people, but I feel like that's such a minor thing and something like when you're when a camera's on 24 hours and you're with one of your alliance members or something and you're just blowing off steam in a room, you're not talking to the directly to the person. You're just gonna be like, oh, my God, that rocking back and forth. I feel like any of us might have made a comment like that. And this this person who said it, somebody on Twitter and this wasn't even aired. This was like on the live feed. So you have to be like one of those people that watches the live feeds all the time yeah oh so this this so, moment never aired it was on live feed. okay uh-huh and uh so then somebody on twitter clipped it from the live feeds and posted okay. it on twitter and was like oh this is horrible these people should be i don't know what they said but you know yeah. you know outrage twitter mm-hmm. outrage well now uh well now i'm i'm listening by the way i'm listening to you i'm looking for a tweet from someone that i know about about what this. A- one of the people has now lost all of their sponsorship deals with all these companies that they had sponsorship. Like she doesn't even know because she's in the Big Brother house and they're not getting news. But when mm-hmm. she comes out of the Big Brother house, she's like not going to have any of her sponsorships. All the companies she works with will have dropped yeah. her. I'm just thinking, you know, I mean, I understand. On the one hand, I understand that you know that you're – you're going to be on camera. So you know yeah. that. But I'm just thinking, I don't know. I, and, you know, Luke in the chat room is saying uh, Memphis was doing a full-on impression of him and Nicole and Danny were laughing their asses off. So, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, maybe there was a line that was stepped over. and But Memphis did it, really. I mean, Nicole laughed and Nicole is the one losing all these sponsorships. I mean, anyway, yeah. regardless, I just think sometimes, and maybe this time is not an example of that, but I think mm-hmm. sometimes on Big Brother, when people are just obsessively watching these live feeds mm-hmm. and just pulling out these things that people are saying, I feel yeah. like it's a, we have unreal, unrealistic expectations that people are going to be perfectly politically correct the entire time, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I feel this is a tricky situation because I was sort of with you at first, okay? But now you're telling me that uh, Afterthought Media researcher Luke Stamen, the AMR, the official Afterthought yeah. Media researcher, uh, Luke's. Oh, by the way, quick aside, I want to say a very special appreciation for my afterthoughts i i saw on when i turned on my phone yesterday i saw on social media that chris evans nudes came out and i couldn't find them okay oh <laughs> so i went on the discord yeah i went on porn decor lounge and said minions please go find this i summon ye i, I send ye forth within a minute this nami harder had them up on the screen and I got them. They're so good. These re- these afterthought researchers are so good. Nami Harder and Luke are the best. I didn't even but, know there were Chris Evans nudes. Oh, I'll, am I sending them to you so, right now? Yeah, sure. So here's what happened with the Chris Evans nudes. It's actually very interesting. So he was doing some sort of Instagram live, okay? And during the Instagram during the Instagram live, I don't know, he hit something that that flashed his camera roll. And his black and it, it, I'm gonna send you a picture. It's the one in black and white. His dick was in the camera roll. Uh, 
that flashed for like two seconds. I'm saying it to you right Doesn't now. Doesn't every guy have a, a picture of their dick in their camera roll? Yes, but I Adam, mean, isn't that it, this is like be smart about this? Okay, it's one of these things where like there's a folder where it's called hidden and it won't show up in your camera roll. Like, yeah, that's true. Especially if you're a celebrity, it's kind of dumb. Come on, Chris Evans. But no, but thank you, Chris Evans. And you know what? This actually, this I want to talk about this. It actually kind of ties into what you're talking about a little bit okay adam just made a very like oh very impressed face it is very impressive isn't it she i mean she, it's nice she's it thick nice. yeah it's really thick I, you know i wonder though all the all the photos are in color yeah and then the dick pic is this artistic vignetted looking black and white it's like what <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm taking a dick pic. I think I'm going to be artsy with it. You know, wouldn't it's it like, even, I want to. Wouldn't it be even hotter if it's not his dick pic? It's like, it's like some guy sent it to him, but he can't say that. Oh, it could. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, that, yeah, that so would be. Too. But anyway, I, I find I, it weird, though, that every other picture is in color. You know that Chris Evans. And the dick pic is black and years white. Years ago, Chris Evans called me on my birthday. And no. I have the voicemail somewhere, but I cannot fucking find it. Um, Mercedes set it up. Anyway. Oh, you know, I, speaking, do you still talk to, why can't I remember her name? We did one episode of a show that we were going to do. She's a comedian. She's got blonde hair. Shannon? Shannon. Do you still yeah, talk to Shannon? all the time. Yeah, she's one of my best friends. So I want you to ask Shannon, because yeah. I've, I've said this many times. I don't know if I've ever said it on Throwing Down, but Mark and I do P90X, mm. and Shannon is in a couple of P90X videos. With Tony Horton. With Tony Horton. Mm -hmm. And what I want to know, and maybe I've asked you this already, but but if I have, I apologize. I'm old. I want you to ask Shannon, Shannon, do you like Tony Horton? I already kind of know the answer to this. And I want to know what she says. Like, I want to know. Because in those videos, she seems very annoyed (laughs) by Tony. She she seems super annoyed by him. That's, well, so I just like I want to know from her, like yeah, from yeah, from her mouth, yeah, like I what won't, her thoughts. I'll are. ask her officially, but I just know she would tell. I mean, I was friends with her when she was filming these videos, so uh, I do know that um, Tony would bug her off camera. I'm I'm using the word bug. I don't know if she would say the same thing. Because Tony Horton used to be a stand-up comic or wanted to be a stand-up comic, so he'd always be running jokes by her and stuff. <laughs> and um, uh, I would say she has a – I don't think it's as negative as you think it is. I would say she has a somewhat – I would think she well, thinks he's kind of douchey, but, like, I don't think in a negative way. And maybe, and maybe that's just – maybe that's Shannon's, like, resting face. Yeah. But the look that she's making when he comes over and talks to her. You got to take a screenshot and send it to It's me. just like, okay, okay, I'll do that. Because it's just, I'm like, oh my God, she looks so annoyed. And then he'll ask her to do something and she'll be like, I don't know, not necessarily <laughs> roll her eyes, but like yeah. he asked her to do something and then he told her, he's like, you know, make this noise or whatever. And she's like, no, you do it. You're better at it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> it's just like, she seems so annoyed, That's but so he funny. wouldn't stop. And then she finally made the noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So going back to what your question, uh, yeah. n- now that, um, afterthought researcher, Luke Saban, like I, f- like if you're just saying, 
ugh, it just bugs the shit out of me when he keeps uh, rocking back and forth. I think it's fair to um, to be annoyed with things that to, to to express human emotion. I don't think anyone expects human beings to always be totally understand because you know. I think when you live with someone who has, you know, autism or any sort of affliction, uh, whether it be physical or mental or emotional or whatever, sometimes you're a human being, you're going to get tired. You're going to get testy, especially in a very high pressure environment like Big Brother. So expressing frustration that it bugs you, I think is understandable and okay and can be framed. I don't know if the person did it. I don't watch Big Brother can be framed in a way that I know this person has this, it still just irks me, right? Yeah. But, uh, but then uh, Afterthought Media researcher Luke Stamen, Professor Luke Stamen, right, is saying that they were doing impressions of him and actually making fun of him and laughing him behind his back. That's not cool, especially since they know they're doing it on camera. You have to assume everything you're doing is being filmed and it could be put on the air. And I will admit that I did not hear the part about uh, Memphis, like, doing a full-on impression. Is Memphis a person? Yeah, Memphis is a person. Yeah. I mean, he's a douchey guy. He's like a restaurant owner. His name's Memphis. His name's Memphis, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're putting a, a douche curse on that person. (laughs) <laughs> and he's not even very attractive. Well, I mean, I don't find him very attractive. Well, of so it's, course, it's then if he's not like attractive, he's, then he's not worth it's, living. It's not like – it's not like – well, no, no, no. But I'm saying normally when you have these douchey guys, they're like the muscle bros, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever. And they're very attractive but in a douchey way, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But he's just douchey without the attractive, yeah. you know, added on. I, he's not ugly, but yeah. I mean I just – he's not like your typical big brother cute. Yeah. Now I want to I want to I want to hit you back with a controversial thing. So okay, on on, you know the Chris Evans nudes came out. The gays went absolutely apeshit, right? Lost their fucking goddamn minds. And but on some of like I've only seen it on on RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, social justice warrior type posts. But there are a bunch of people who are like, this is offensive. People should be not, this is poor, poor Chris Evans. You should not look at the nudes. You got to respect someone's privacy. Uh, this is awful, yada, yada, yada. Where do you fall on this? So they're saying it's wrong of people to look at them? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's wrong of people to look at them because he broadcasted them. You know, whether whether it was knowingly or not, he broadcasted them. Yeah. And I mean, they're kind of fair game at that point, right? They they've been on uh a, you know, some broadcasted thing that people are able to screenshot and whatever. And I, I don't know. I mean, maybe at morally maybe it, you shouldn't. I don't know. I mean plus here's the deal on that. Yeah. He's a public figure who yeah. probably there is no bad publicity. Well, also, just FYI, I mean, I know this shouldn't matter one way or the other on the decision. People are making just wonderful comments about it. And like, right. And there's all these memes about how big his dick is and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, sure. I mean, maybe, you know, it's best if you didn't. Yeah. But 
then again, I mean, for someone who's famous, mm-hmm. any publicity is good. Publi- they they want publicity. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he's sitting. Maybe he is, but I, I I would imagine that he's not sitting there going, "Oh my god, you know, I'm getting so much publicity right yeah. now." You know, yeah. I mean. That's what famous people need. I, I kind of think I'm, I'm sure he's embarrassed, but I kind of get a sense that there's a sense of humor about it because his brother, his brother, uh, posted a tweet today. It said, "I wasn't on social media yesterday. What I miss?" So <laughs> uh, I think he's probably embarrassed, right? And can't you see Chris Evans being now on like all the late night talk shows? Well, you know what's funny? And, you know them bringing it up and like, oh, well, let's see the. You know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? In a weird twist, you brought up Shannon. Not anymore, but about 10, 15 years ago, Shannon was friends with Chris Evans. No. I wonder if she's seen the nudes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I have a quick, you know, I was going to save this quick story for the end, but since we're getting near the halfway point, I want to go to the cooking segment. I'll save my longer story for a second. But uh, uh, I have a bidet, Adam. Do you, do you, do you, know, you ever heard of a bidet? <laughs> Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. I only laugh because bidets are – and I've talked about this on another podcast, but my – I I've only used a bidet a couple of times. But sure. my worry with bidets, which yeah. is why I laughed, is, mm-hmm. is that I'm going to aim wrong and it's going to spray up between my legs and like hit the wall or something and maybe catch just a little bit of poo mm-hmm. and like fling poo all over the wall yeah, or like, like whatever nasty like comment down yeah. there right mm-hmm. right and also mark and i were in a hotel one time where the bidet was literally a it was literally like a water hose with a sprayer next to the toilet i mean it not not literally like a garden hose but like there was a there was a hose with a little spray end and you had to like grab the sprayer and like you know kind of lean up and spray your you know, your nether region or whatever. And I, I didn't aim very well. And some of it did end up kind of spraying out. So my fear of bidets, every time I hear bidet, bidet is, I think, yeah, it's, it's ingenious. It's very clean. You, you know, paper, toilet paper is not nearly as clean as a bidet is, but could it be spraying little particles of things that you don't really want to be up in the air, like over the walls. Like, could it be doing that? Even if it's just a tiny little bit, that's, that's what I always think. Anyway, yes, I know what a bidet is, but we don't have one. So. Well, I've made no secret that I'm a big fan of the bidet. All right. And I've turned other people on, you know, this Taylor Vellante boy. Now he has a bidet and he loves it. Uh, Adam Vaught, friend of the channel, got a bidet, loves it. Everyone who gets it, sweet Michael. Got a bidet, loves it, right? And I'm going to be honest with you, I, I love it too. But I'm going to tell you something, something that happened the other day, Adam Burns, that convinced me I could never be a bottom again. I used to be, but I think that, I think, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, closed up now. I don't know. Speaking of aiming wrong, the other day, <laughs> I don't know what I did. I can't, and I don't want to replicate this, but I wish I knew what I did. I aimed wrong, or I don't know what. That water hit my bunghole, and I no, that's not aiming wrong. That's exactly where you no, but to whatever hit. I whatever aiming I did hit a nerve where I literally like cartoon was like <laughs> like shot up in the air, and I was in pain for like ten minutes. Um, 
like I luckily I had the wherewithal to turn the water f- thing off, and I was like ha 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 ha, you know, like and like <laughs> crawling back out of the bathroom. Oh, it was awful. I was actually afraid to use the bidet for a while after that. I did use it, but I would very gentle. And uh, but you, since you never had a bidet, you don't know what I'm talking about. I did talk to Taylor the Latte Boy about it. He hasn't had that experience yet, but. Uh, Ooh. I mean, isn't that what you want, though? You want it to go kind of right up the middle and just... Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what this particular angle was. I don't know what this particular angle was. But uh, but there's no better transition, I would say, than now into the cooking segment. Now, Adam, on the um, last episode of Throwing Down, you chose the recipe... You're and not you, gonna throw me under the bus. No, 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 no. And because, you chose nope. And you chose a pork belly adobo. Now I want everyone to know yeah. we're recording a day later than we usually do, even though our recording time is changing after today. But uh, yeah, but we usually record on Saturdays, record on Sunday. And that's because I told Adam, look, I haven't made the recipe yet, and I want a day to make this recipe. And he was like, okay, it's fine. I haven't made it, but I, I don't have. I can't do it today. Something about he he and Mark are only allowed to do shopping one day a week or something like that. No, I said that um, our our normal grocery store yeah. did not have pork belly, so we're mm-hmm. gonna have to do some research to figure out where we can get it. Yeah, and I didn't, and I just I said it's totally my bad. Like I could have done no, this no, no, research no, 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 and no, no. done it, care? but no, no one cares. So I get the recipe. I, I mean, I went through because there's a lot of ingredients, but I had most of them actually. And I'm very lucky in that I live in a city that has a lot of Asian people in it. And so there's a large Asian supermarket by me. So I knew they were going to have pork belly and I knew they were going to have these ingredients. So I'm actually about to head out the door to go get these ingredients. In fact, I had shown, you know, my dad's a very picky eater. And I showed him a tasty video that came along with it to see, like, would you eat this? And he was, I'm on board, everything except the poached egg. He didn't want the poached egg. But that's easy. You don't have to put that in, you know. And he, you know, his mouth was watering for this uh, pork belly. Okay. And I don't know what made me do this, but I read the entire recipe before I head out the door. And I saw a key element that made me go, I can't make this. I can't make this. You have to make it one day. And then it has to chill for 24 hours overnight. And then you go to the, the part two. And I was like, oh, I can't do this recipe. So uh, I guess we'll have to just, I don't know. We're going to have to put that one on the back burner because there's also 700 steps to it. Here's the deal. I want to I want to I want to amend the rules here, Adam. Now, I, I want to admit yeah. I want to admit something. I haven't read the recipe, but I've always the reason I selected it mm-hmm. is so I don't even know how many steps there are. But the reason I selected it is it's a little bit selfish because we love pork belly when yeah. we go to restaurants that yeah. have it on the menu. Yeah. Right. We mm-hmm. love it. Sure. But I've never cooked it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, perfect opportunity. Yeah. You know, to learn. And I figured it would be complicated because normally pork belly has many steps mm-hmm. when you're doing it. But anyway, continue going. So. Well, this, believe it or not, on the surface, it isn't very complicated. It's just you cut the pork belly in two, you score it a few times, you braise in a Dutch oven. But then that's when you have to let it chill. And it's the day two that seems like it's a lot of work. Because day two, 
You take it out and then you cut it into little pieces and then you deep fry it. And then you put the, and then to poach some eggs and you have to put it in the sauce and the cilantro sprigs and all that. And I was like, ugh. So I want to amend the, I, can it, can it just be like these easy 30 minute supper kind of things? Why does it always be like involved? Are you are you basically saying that all the ones I choose are very involved? Yeah, they're always like <laughs> special special ingredient. Remember the one with the mashed potatoes? We had to have like special potatoes, and you had to have a food <laughs> mill. And a f- <laughs> I was like, what? everything is like, what happened? What, what does does anyone still wear a hat? Anyway. Does anyone still wear a hat? I I didn't get that. My yes, my theater games know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, uh, well, we can't definitely. Well, I like if you want. Well, first of all, it's not changing the rules because we didn't really have any rules. Yeah. It was just pick a rest or, or pick a recipe and make it. You know, well, that, what's funny, there were no rules. I would say actually, especially since you didn't read the recipe, I would say actually you probably thought you were following the no rules because it was a tasty recipe and those are generally pretty easy. This one was a yeah, little more can... involved than usual. Okay, so, so I we, have... Oh, the recipe needs to be 30 minutes or less. Uh, 45 minutes I'm fine with, too. Just not... Okay. Uh, I think they have to chill it overnight. So I have here, and I'm again, like before, I have my collection of Cook's Country cards, and we got some new ones. Okay. We got some new ones. You know, honestly, though, I think I may have chosen, and it doesn't seem very hard... It's a, it's a, well, let me show you the ones we have, but then I'll tell you about the other one I have. It's a, and I have it in the other room, though. It's in the magazine. Where it's a cheesy squash souffle, like a, a skillet cheesy squash, and you top uh-huh. it with Ritz crackers. But they were, that's for their Thanksgiving uh, issue. Let me uh, run through these cards here with you. So, I think we've done, let me find the new ones. Um, no, 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 no. Now, some of these we already looked at. Some of these here. That's why I'm skipping past those. Um, what do you think? Okay, I have here a spicy lamb with lentils and oh, Mark can't do spice. What about? Do you have Mexican style chorizo in Arkansas? Uh, yes, I can get it. Yeah. What do you think of this grilled green chili chorizo burger? Uh, that might be good. Oh, it might be too I, I spicy. Love a, I love a burger. Might be too spicy. What about grilled ribeye steaks with summer squash and smoky paprika lemon butter? I can't really. There's a glare on it. Um, the, that, that would be acceptable as well. Oh, how about this one? Pan-seared, thick-cut, boneless pork chops with apples and spinach? Probably the steak or the burger is better for me. What do you think here? Between those of, three. Uh, pork chops with sweet potatoes and rosemary maple sauce. Oh, now that sounds good. Okay, let me show you a closer picture. Oh my God. And I have some pork chops in the freezer right now. This is what it looks like. Oh, that looks good. Okay, so why yeah, don't we do that? Good. Why don't we do that? Pork chops with sweet potatoes and rosemary maple sauce. I'll post a picture of the How recipe. How close do I have to follow the recipe? <laughs> Well, here's what you need. You need two pounds of sweet potatoes, two red onions, 
two tablespoons unsalted butter, some salt, some pepper, four 10 to 12 ounce bone in pork rib chops, cayenne pepper, chicken broth, rosemary, and maple syrup. So do you do you cook the chops in the kind of maple syrup and stuff? This or? is what you do, Adam. You adjust an oven rack to lower middle position, heat oven to 450 degrees. You toss the potatoes, uh-huh. onions, melted butter, and one teaspoon of salt and a half teaspoon of pepper together on a rim baking sheet. Bake until vegetables are brown and tender about 30 minutes. So that's well, that's in the oven. Meanwhile, pat the pork dry with paper towels, sprinkle with cayenne, salt, and pepper. Melt one tablespoon butter in a 12-inch non-stick skillet over medium-high heat. Add pork and cook until well-browned, about six minutes per side. Transfer pork to platter, blah, 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 Then you add okay. broth, rosemary, and then you deglaze it with the maple syrup and the rosemary, and then you pour it Okay, yeah. because what I want to do, the yeah. reason I asked that is because yeah. the way I've been cooking pork chops recently is I... Sous-vide. I, 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 sous-vide. So I, I, I want to sous-vide it first and then sear it using that yeah. spice I'm gonna do. Mix. I'm going to do the same thing. And then, okay, okay, yeah. Well, no, I'm going to actually put the spice mix on the pork chops and sous vide it. Well, the problem is I already I oh you already froze already them vacuum sealed oh, them okay. and froze them. Yeah, I'm not. But so, I, yeah, but then then I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to sear it okay. in a pan and then I'll use that to deglaze and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing because this there's no beating sous vide. You're going to come out perfect. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Well, steak then, steak yeah. and pork chops like. I don't think I'm ever going to do anything other than sous vide for steak and pork chops. Yeah. Seriously. All right. Very good. Well, that's And the cool thing is, uh, I've already said this on other shows, but I want to tell everyone who's listening to the cooking segment. If you start doing sous vide, because I'm a person who will let meat go bad. Mm -hmm. It'll sit in the refrigerator and it'll go bad. But then when I freeze it, I never use it. Mm -hmm. Get a sous vide and a vacuum sealer. You can get a cheap vacuum sealer. As soon as you get your meat from the grocery store, take it out of the packaging, vacuum seal it with whatever spices you want on it for what what you're going to – just salt and pepper or whatever, and then freeze it. And then you're good for a, a, a few months at least, and then for sous vide, just add an hour to the sous vide time, and you're good to go. Oh, very good. Sous vide Amazing. From Adam. All right. We'll see you guys next time at the Right Now with the Food segment. All right, Adam, what's your next story here for uh, us here on Catching Up? I mean, on Throwing Down. Uh, I actually – that I don't have uh, any stories this week. So I, oh. you said you had a longer story. I did. You know, so after we recorded Catching Up last week, and I actually do, believe it or not, and because I know a couple of other people, this the same thing has happened to them. Uh, it, it's manifested itself in different ways. But I had a couple of days – Sunday and Monday, I would say, a very high anxiety. And I think it has to do with the fact that, look, I already, and I know you do too, take this uh, quarantine very seriously. All right. Yeah. But it was made even more serious because, you know, with the fires going on, like, it's insane here. It is insane. Like, even today, it's better and it just seems hazy. But I would say, for the, since the middle of the, since the fire started till yesterday, it looked like it was about to rain. Like it was that dark and gray and it was just raining ash like everywhere. And Is so, it to the point where, cause I visited a couple of years ago when there were some fires going on and I visited San Jose area mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, and literally my throat would start feeling yeah. scratchy if mm-hmm. I was outside too long. Yeah. 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 
Well, it, it's, it's bad like that here, but it's even worse in San Francisco right now. If you've seen the pictures, it's like red. Everything looks like post-apocalyptic, like red smoke fog. And so that kept me even trapped in the house even more. Because the one thing I will say about being here at my parents' house is they have a large backyard. So I can get a change of scenery. I can get some vitamin D, some sunshine outside. We usually eat meals outside when the weather's good. And that was I was just locked in the house. Even I was even more a prison than I used to. And it gave me some severe anxiety. So one of the things that happened was... You know, I have a show on uh, Afterthought called Fat Camp. It's for the exclusive tier. And on Fat Camp, uh, we, it's Lori and I are trying to lose weight. And we actually, believe it or not, have been losing weight. Slowly, but losing weight. And I'm going to give a mild update just so you know why I had got so panicky. Was I lost... We started in June. And in June, I lost about six or seven pounds, Right? And in July, the month my grandparents got sick, died, and we had a funeral, I just didn't lose any weight at all. So, which I considered a victory, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't gain weight, didn't lose weight, just stayed the same. So now it's September. So September 1st, I weighed myself, even though we didn't weigh ourselves until officially for the show till five days later. And when I weighed myself, I had lost five pounds. But the thing was, I hadn't been very successful at trying to lose weight. So I was like, that's weird. And then I weighed myself three or four days later. Right. And I'd lost another two pounds. Okay. And I was like, well, that's it. I have cancer. I'm dying. You know? And, is that, okay. Is, yeah. is, is weight loss, first of all, mm -hmm. um, it's so funny, Joe, because you and I have had conversations in the past. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, but mm -hmm. I don't like to go to the doctor. So I mm -hmm. just will sit around and think I'm dying, but mm -hmm. I won't go to the doctor. No. So one day when I'm actually dying, it's going to be a problem because mm -hmm. I'm going to think I'm dying and I'll be – anyway, regardless. Mm -hmm. But you are very level-headed when you're talking to people about that. Oh, yeah. it's nothing. Mm -hmm. You're overreacting, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, it's almost like Taylor and how he's crazy, but yet yeah. he's a therapist. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like when you're talking to other people, you will, you know, you'll be very level headed, yeah. you know, and, oh, you know, I think that's just normal, mm -hmm. you know, no big deal or whatever. Yeah. But when it's you, yeah. the first thing your mind goes to is mm -hmm. I'm dying of cancer. Yeah. You Look, know, it, the same thing is true in my relationships. You know, when people come to me for relationship advice. Oh, I know every answer. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm usually right. And my answers aren't, I'm not one of those, like, just dump him, you know, you deserve better. I'm like, okay, let's really work this out. But then, like, even though I have gotten better with Aiden, this season I'm better with Aiden. But in the past, I've been known to fly into fits of jealousy and rage and everything like that. And luckily, right now, knock on wood, I'm I'm practicing what I preach, okay? But anyway, so last week I just had, like, a really bad spell. What's the, 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 I don't want to dwell too much on it. I'm afraid of kicking it back in. But uh, to end the story there is that um i my mom i talked to my mom and told her what happened she's like oh that scale is not working correctly like you have to put it in the right position and it gives you all the right so i weighed myself again i was like oh and i'd only lost probably at the end of the day like the five pounds were still true and i was and I'm, i guess i'm fine with that but it did any, kick, you know what any mm -hmm. i mean this is just an aside 
I don't think I would ever be worried by weight loss. Anytime I lose weight, it's a victory. And then if my mom had said, oh yeah, it's where it's, that's where you put the, you know, you put the scale in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. I would put the scale in that exact same place every <laughs> single time to look like I had lost weight. No, no. I was like, yes! I never, I'm never weighing myself again. I told myself. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I'm really scared, even though now what's what I'm getting at is, uh, I, I am uh, now actively trying to lose weight, you know? So I've been eating healthier, not completely, like, I, but I'm, I'm really, really, I'm, but even more importantly, uh, I've been using the Peloton account that I have, that I've had for months, and I use it for the first time over the week. And uh, I got to tell you something, Adam. I love this Peloton. This is not a commercial for oh, Peloton. Yeah. They're not sponsoring me. Uh, but I did. So, you, so you're saying you you had a call with your better health therapist? Mm-hmm. I did. Have a, I did have a call. On your Peloton. I did have a call with my better health therapist. It's better health. Better H E L P. It's funny that you, you know, say that though, because in the copy that I have to read, they make it spell it because they, people often think it's better health. Interesting. You said that. Oh. Okay. So and you can also find a link to Peloton in our show notes. Oh, I should see if they want to sponsor uh, us, even though they look at us and go like, "No, it's all right." So anyway, um, first of all, the one that I did with this guy, Andy Spear, he's just a basic white gay, but oh, so encouraging, so cute. And by the way, in this one that I have, it's one of those like Peloton from home. He's wearing like these loose shorts and you just see his junk flopping all over the place. Ugh, makes it, it makes the workout go by even better. But um, I did a beginner one for that one, a full body workout. I'm not doing P90X like you and killing myself. And But what's the one I wanted to get at is, so yesterday I decided to do cardio. I've only done two so far. I wanted to do cardio. But I need to go easy because, as you know, look, you've seen me in the death recliner. I'm not in the best shape right now. So I need to start easy. So they on Peloton, the, the users rank how easy it is. So I went to the easiest one. Adam. The easiest one was called Peloton Family, and for parents to do with their kids. Yeah, I did it, and I'm doing like the dead bug, you know, and like the elephant ears, like they do the children's thing. Uh huh. It knocked me on my fucking ass. Uh-huh. I am so sore today. You know, uh, but it it was a really great workout, and and what I like about it, and I don't know if you know this as well, is like. Off, I would say I was telling Adam Vaught today. I agree with their rankings in the level of difficulty. It felt like a five point two. Thank you. Um, well, I, I uh, you know, speaking of of workout intensity, yeah, that's what I want to get to. I'm gonna have you know, P ninety P ninety X because you were mentioning, you know, you're not doing P ninety. I I've always thought because P ninety X is incredibly difficult. I mean, it is just, it is not, we, I've been doing P90X for Mm -hmm. my entire life, it seems. Mm -hmm. I've been doing P90X for at least eight years, maybe 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, different ones, cause there's X, there's X1, there's two, there's three. Anyway, I've done multiples, but you know, they're, they're very similar exercises, but, but the thing I wonder about P90X and some of those that are really hard Mm -hmm. is if you can't do the exercise the way it's meant to be done. Are you really gaining the benefits or should you just be doing a different workout routine altogether that's a little bit easier, but you could actually do the actual exercise? That's what I'm talking about. 
P90X has some some things that I don't know. Like I've never like, for instance, now mm-hmm. this is an easy thing and people are going to laugh at me. I mm-hmm. mean, for a lot of people, this is easy. I cannot do pull ups to save my dad gum life. Like I like no matter how long I've been doing P90X pull up. And so I'm like, am I really putting my foot on this chair? Am yeah. I really getting any benefit yes. by, you know, pushing myself up with my leg or should I just be doing a different exercise altogether? You know, yeah. but Adam, not to sell you on Peloton, which is available at Peloton.com is that they have a $12.99 a month. Um, if you don't have the bike, I don't have the bike or the, any of the equipment, they have a, like a, a streaming only version. And do you have Apple TV? What, what do you use? Yeah, we have, well, I mean, we have everything. So, okay. Uh, I know have, for the Apple TV, they have the app for you. You can do the workouts from your Apple TV. I, but I you think, have to buy a Peloton bike. No, 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 no. I don't have a Peloton bike. They have oh. full body, like streaming workouts and stuff like that. So I was going to say, oh, like, so you're not doing a, a, a no, spin routine. No, you're doing, oh, okay. no, no. This was, uh, uh, like a cardio floor routine and, and the, uh, the, dif- the difficulty was appropriate. The one with Andy was a full body with weights and that's just weights. And that's what I was telling you is like, I really appreciate is like, oh, this is a level that I can do. I can do all the exercises here, you know, and they talk you through it. But my question to you, but I don't know if you have the answer now that you said this. The one thing I don't get, because I've had personal trainers before I've been in classes and they tell you if you're doing the moves correctly, I have no idea if I'm doing them correctly. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. So you have question, Mark there. <laughs> but what was your question? How do like, you know if you're doing it correctly? You, do, I mean, it's just one of those things. And I always wonder about this when I'm doing, because I've done a lot of like uh, different things, not just P90X. And it just, first of all, it takes time. Like you have to, when you're doing something like P90X, the first, you know, little while you're probably not going to be doing it correct but you just have to keep watching them and seeing what they're doing Mm -hmm. and then trying to mimic it as close as possible Mm -hmm. and you may never get it perfect the only way to know for sure is to have a trainer actually there looking at you and saying oh you know hold this this way or whatever so you kind of have to do your best approximation yeah um it's never going to be as good as if you go and have a trainer and they're actually watching you and correcting and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but but over time you can kind of learn you're not going to be right the first few times you're going to have to watch the video and keep looking at how they're doing things but you know you may never get it perfect and that's what i've wondered before is like if you can't do the exercise perfectly and you're unaware or maybe you're not to a physical point where you can even do some of the stuff that they're wanting you to do and you have Mm -hmm. to modify it yeah. Are you really getting the same benefit? Yeah. I've always, you know, Mark wanted to try a dance, one of those dance ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I can't dance. I don't think I'm going to burn nearly enough calories because I'm going to just be sitting there confused trying to figure out the dance yeah. move. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You know, uh, that's what, like, but I really, I want to say that I really do like the Peloton stuff. And, um, so here's my question because I, I, I didn't start doing the Peloton till Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I did two workouts. Okay. And I loved it. I love how I'm already giving myself a day off, right? But, but so to, to not give myself a day off, what I want to do is something easy. I, they have yoga on there too. I've never done yoga. Have you done yoga? Isn't Shannon in the yoga one for P90X? 
Shannon is not in the yoga one, but she's in, I think she's in Pilates, but, oh. um, the, but yeah, there's yoga in P90X. So um, is, yo- and- is yoga something I could do that wouldn't be too hard or is it hard? Uh, there are, you could do a beginner. You would really need to look for a beginner. a beginner be, one. Yoga can be very difficult. Okay. Um, or it is a lot of balance and a lot of stretching and a lot of mm-hmm. like stuff like that. So you're not going to work up a sweat. You're not going to like get your heart rate way up, but it is something that can be frustrating because you have to do certain poses that are not comfortable and um you may not be able to get right at first. Mm-hmm. So you have to be okay with that and just kind of do what you can. And then, you know, you can get blocks, you can do other things. And, uh, blocks. like I am librarian is uh, when I say blocks that some, some of the things they have you doing these moves where you're like putting your hand on the ground and holding things up. And if you can't stretch the way you need to, to get into that position, mm-hmm. you can put a block down there to put your hand on instead of the floor. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would, Wait, I would say, say my that, librarian say, uh, so we're saying there's, I'm librarian says there's chair yoga oh. meant for low impact. If your back is acting up. Okay. And, uh, and then John art says yoga is like anything else. Start slow and work up. Uh, he takes two classes a week. So we do yoga once a week as part of P90X. And it, wait, Adam, this you know, John arts is in such good shape. He walks like 25,000 <laughs> steps a day and stuff like that. I'm not going to take his advice. Well, I'm going to take his advice, but like. That, but I'm gonna take it even more seriously because if he, if he's saying take it seriously, look like, like I said, this Peloton they have beginner levels and stuff. So I'll start a beginner one, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, well, you definitely need to start at beginner and then just know that some of these poses, you if you can't do it, just do as good as you can. Just mm-hmm. do, you know, do as good as you can, and you'll work up to to getting more. But it is a, it is a break from cardio. So you're not gonna, you shouldn't be going, you know, like me, your heart really up. Cause it's a very, it's kind of a slow paced, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but it's just, you know, a lot of the poses are difficult, but, but the, but the, you know, do the one for children. <laughs> do the one. Do I the am. Oh, you're right. I'm going to, I'm going to find the easiest low yoga one. And I'm going to start with that. I, I look, I look, I've also been in decent shape before. So I, and I know what, that's what's sort of amazing for someone who's lost and gained weight so many times back and forth. I know that like you, you, you improve very quickly to at least a competent level. So I just know you have to start very slow. And the worst thing you can do is start too fast. So whatever. There's There's one, there's one move and John arts will be aware of this one. Oh yeah. Um, called crow. I don't know if they're called the same thing in all the different disciplines of yoga or mm-hmm. all the different flavors of yoga, but sure. there's one called crow and it took me and I still can't hold it for very long, mm-hmm. but it took me two or three years until before I could ever even hold that pose. Oh, really? And now I can only do it for like five to 10 seconds. What what would you um, say on yoga? I'm very curious about yoga. What would you say? And I hear Pilates is great too. What would you say is like the benefit from yoga? Oh, you hate Pilates? Why do you hate Pilates? I just don't enjoy it. And it's painful. <laughs> but uh, yoga, I mean, yoga is all about, and this is kind of the, the weird thing about yoga and Pilates. Yeah. Okay. John Art says vinyasa flow does increase your heart rate. That's true. I get so sick of vinyasa. You do it over and over again. But anyway, um, so 
they're more about balance and flexibility mm-hmm. than they are about building muscle because you're not really you're not really building muscle and or um and or raising your heart rate too much although vinyasa will what's know, vinyasa raise, well it's just a series of of it's a series of poses that you do that involves getting down into kind of a push up slash plank position and doing kind of a it's not a push up but it's like a you kind of do like a I can't, I can't audio. I like, I can't, I would have to show you, but I, uh, this is an audio podcast, but you do that. You, you get down, you do a little pose, you do, um, you do a little push up like thing, and then you get into another pose. And so it's a series of poses done all together. Mm-hmm. And then you repeat it lots of times. Like you repeat it for like probably 15 minutes or mm-hmm. it depends on how long your yoga session is, but you keep repeating it and doing different poses along with it. So. But uh, yeah, it's it's about stretching and balance, I would say. All right, very good. Well, I'll yeah. check it out today and I'll report back. Now, okay. Adam, what what do you got going on next week? Well, our bar stools are coming in finally. So, uh, so we're putting, and these are Wayfair. So, yeah. of course, we're gonna have to put them together. So they're coming tomorrow. Uh-huh. And uh, so that's exciting. And then I don't know. I've I've about decided to give up on the landscaping until next year or something we went we went to a pool place and you know i was gonna get a i was gonna get a a like a estimate for a in the ground pool but they they're like over a year out on pools so she said like we could come out and do an estimate in november but then we wouldn't even be able to start a pool until like december of next year if you wanted one huh i said oh my gosh yeah, and we haven't been able to find a landscaper. Then I was like, oh, well, maybe that's a sign I'm supposed to get a hot tub. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what about your hot tubs? And she's like, oh, well, if you order one, they're about 30 weeks out right now. Oh, my goodness. So I guess it's COVID I, and yeah. everyone's decided to do pools, hot tubs, and landscaping. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Like, So um, we're going to – I think we're going to just focus on interior stuff. So we're going to be looking at couches and drapes and – all that kind of stuff. But I mean, nothing exciting, obviously. With My mom said, we saw my mom yesterday and she's like, you know, mm-hmm. you guys could probably start getting out more now and doing more things. <laughs> like, mom, where, COVID's not over. What are you talking I know. about? Where, where is Arkansas on the COVID stuff right now? I know it was, it was on the rise for a bit. Has it settled down? I mean, I don't think we're rising as fast as we were, but I think mm-hmm. we're definitely still hot a hot spot state mm-hmm. you know yeah. when, when you look at all the maps and stuff so i'm just like oh mom whatever democrat she called them democrat masks <laughs> she didn't call it that but she has at one point yeah she said my aunt was gonna wear her democrat mask so has she given uh, you any kind of maga talk or anything no but i the so the main thing is mark gets uncomfortable when certain conversations come up like you and, you know like what? Like you eating his ass out? No, those conversations don't come up uh, with my parents. No, I mean more political stuff and like the Black Lives Matter stuff. My parents said some things that were kind of racist. And uh, like what? And oh, I don't even remember the exact stuff. But I mean, and I've never thought of my parents as being racist. But they're yeah. getting older mm-hmm. and more conservative and white. You know, mm-hmm. as tends to happen with old white people. 
Well, I and, think especially right now, we're in a time where it's so funny. Uh, and I'm just, this is off the top of my head. So I'm just I'm try, trying to articulate something off the top of my head. So it might not be as eloquent or as articulate as I'd like it to be. But for a long time, white people had, if there were 100 seats at the table, they had 99 of them. And now people are saying, hey, can we have like 15 more seats? And you'll still have 85 of them. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God. You know, and it's like, right. and, and I think that they're seeing like the death of white people. And uh, all we're, all people are asking for is just a seat at the table. And so finally, uh, yeah. And so finally, I told my mom uh, during this Black Lives Matter conversation is during this conversation a, a few weeks back. I said, Mom, I didn't even bring this up. Like, why did you even bring this up? We just, I'm like, I don't want to have political conversations with you guys. Like, mm -hmm. it, uh, like, I just want to enjoy being together. I don't want to, like, I don't want to bring up politics or yeah. anything like that where we might have, you know, varying opinions. I don't, yeah. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you'd want to. I'm like, No, I don't want to, like, look, no, we, yeah. we, I don't want to have, these frustrating conversations. I want to enjoy our time together. Yeah. No, you're you right. know? And so, so yesterday when we went over, she didn't bring any politics up other than the little jab. Oh, you guys could start getting out more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I know that was a little bit of a jab, like mm -hmm. fake news. You I, probably, you know, yeah. cause they watch Fox, Fox news all yeah. the time. So, yeah. All right, Adam. Well, we're going to call it a day there. Uh, as usual, you know what's going to happen right now, right? I need to actually think of one, don't I? What are you talking you're about? You're gonna, you're gonna, what am I going to do? You're going to keep doing this until I have an actual closing. Doing what? What are you talking about? You're going to say, so what's our what's our standard closer that we do every single time, Adam? What is it? What is our catchphrase? What is it? It is uh, be kind to one another. I love black people. No, it's not. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.